Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two things up for review this week. The first is a movie called The King's Daughter, and yes, you should ask yourself what is The King's Daughter. And next is the latest entry into the Fraggle franchise, it's Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock. First up is a film called The King's Daughter, and you might be asking yourself, what is The King's Daughter? Because I've never heard anything about it. And dear listener, I found myself in the exact same position as you. I had not seen a lick of marketing for this. I'd I'd never heard of it. The only reason it was on my radar is because for my job, I religiously sort of have to refresh movie sites and keep up with the industry. And it is the only wide release film coming out this week. And I was just like, what is this movie? Well, turns out there's a good reason that we haven't heard about it. It's because it was filmed in 2014. And it is just now coming out of purgatory to see a quote, wide release. And it does star some actual big names. It stars Pierce Brosnan. It's got Kaya Scodelario, Benjamin Walker, Rachel Griffiths, Fan Bing Bing, William Hurt, Pablo Schreiber, and Julie freaking Andrews is the narrator. So The King's Daughter takes place during Louis XIV's reign. Pierce Brosnan plays Louis XIV, but with a British accent. In fact, everyone has a British accent, even though we're aggressively clearly in France. And Pierce Brosnan has a secret daughter played by Kai Scodelario, who's locked away in a convent. And Pierce Brosnan as Louis XIV wants to live forever. And Pablo Schreiber as a doctor comes to him and goes, hey, if we capture a mermaid and kill it during an eclipse, you'll live forever. I am trying to say all this with a straight face, which you can't see because you're just listening to this, but the absurdity of the concept is truly spectacular. This is also apparently adapted from a book, which maybe the book was good. So anyway, Kaya Scodelario plays the daughter who's hid away with nuns, and then Benjamin Walker plays the sea captain who's tasked with capturing the mermaid. The mermaid is played by Fan Bingbing, who is turned into a fun being is a gorgeous ethereal human being on her own and the cg monster they turned her into i think they were trying to be uh, you know beautiful and otherworldly with it but it is so freaky and part of the reason that this film was delayed for so long is supposedly audiences didn't react well to the original cg for the mermaid well I don't know what they've been doing for the last eight years, but it was not an improvement enough to this on the CG to make the story make sense or to make me go like, ah, oh, yes, this is why you held on to this this long. And then there's just, I can't, I can't with this movie. It, it was actually, this is the frustrating thing. It was borderline so absurd that it would have possibly been really fun. Like if I'd watched this with a bunch of friends, maybe if we'd had a lot of drinks before, I don't know. I could see this being possibly on a how did this get made or something like that. But as a serious movie, it does not work at all. But as a what am I watching? You know, it, it could it, it's it's on the cusp of. So the other the other absolutely bonkers things to be. So the mermaid, of course, has magical healing powers and befriends the king's daughter. Uh, William Hurt plays a priest, I guess. And there's friction between the priest and the scientist. But in this movie, you know, apparently religion triumphs over science in terms of reasoning because the priest is the one who advocates for saving the mermaid and all these things, like mild spoilers. Uh, But I just, I could not understand. It didn't make any sense. I was like, why not have a, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a organized religion that we know. It doesn't have to be Catholicism, Christianity, whatever, but just have a more religious figure. Like, why would a doctor, and yes, admittedly, it was a, okay, yes, admittedly, a doctor in the 1600s France, so their science was... Maybe not the most advanced, but it just didn't make sense to me to have a scientist be obsessed with rituals. So 
this movie is and then watching this movie not knowing going into it that it was filmed in 2014 I realized or I found out that Kaya Scodelario and Benjamin Walker are actually a couple now and I was like oh okay maybe this was a boondoggle for them right maybe they were like cool we'll do this movie together we get to go on vacation as a family all that stuff no I mean I guess good for them the silver lining of this film is that they met there and began their relationship and started dating so I'm happy for them also it took me so long to place Kaya Scodelario uh she's Effie from Skins but Anyway, the the accents are terrible. The wigs are truly atrocious. Just look at the photo of Pierce Brosnan. Uh, The costumes are trying to be modern, but also period. And, you know, think of uh, A Knight's Tale, right? Where it's like, oh, it's of the time, but it's also trying to be hip and cool. But keeping in mind, it's hip and cool for 2014, which still has not, you know, I don't think it would fit then. It certainly doesn't fit now. The weird balance between religion and science. I bet you almost everyone in this film wishes it was scrubbed from their filmography. I, you know, the the nicest thing I can say about it is I clocked in at an hour and a half and that's about it. I, yeah, again, I I wish it almost had been a little more absurd because then I would have gone like, okay, this is a, you know, this has the potential to be a cult classic. But as far as taking itself seriously, The King's Daughter that's a that's a hard no for me. I'm going to give it 1.7 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then next up is a new series on Apple TV+. Plus. It's Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock. And honestly, what a delightful, uplifting, charming, really thoughtful series. So it's based on the original show from Jim Henson. And you've got all of your key Fraggles back, which is really exciting. You know, Moki, Red, Gobo, Wembley, uh, Uncle Traveling Matt, Boober. It's just, I, I, the nostalgia was very, very real when watching it. But I also think that it's going to be a really wonderful show for a new generation, which is such a thing to say. But I, I truly believe it because the concepts that they deal with in this show are really actually very complicated and presented in such a delightful and thoughtful way that I was I I was mind boggled for a moment when I realized what the themes of certain episodes were supposed to be you know it's very conservation forward which I love Uh, there's one episode you know about like the perils of social media and echo chambers and listening to facts and I think it's like the episode three or four and by that point I was like oh my god Like this is, you know, kids won't quite get what it's in reference to, but I think they'll understand the lesson for it. And as an adult, you'll just be like, wow, I can't believe they wrote this in such a clever way that it's not super beat you over the head, but really will be, I think, helpful to children and maybe some of us adults. You know, Fraggles are just like a a beacon of positivity, which is something I think we need more of in our very oh so dark world right now the puppetry is so brilliant and wonderful um you know I think however long has passed since the 80s version and so we can do even more with the puppets and the CG and and the doozers are back and I just I had such a wonderful time watching this show I do have to say though the one thing is it's not I don't know if you can handle binging it, which I had to do for a certain reason. So it's it's a good show to spread out, I think, just because it's a, it's a lot of joy in one compacted screening time. And so, uh, you know, there are some people who will binge it and have a great time, and I'm very happy for them. But my one word of advice about it would maybe be pace yourself with it. But, uh, you know, I'm so happy it's back. And, and Apple TV Plus actually did do some shorts with the Fraggles, I think, last year. Um, which gave me faith in their ability to adapt this back. It's just, yeah, 
Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock, could not recommend it more. If you have kids, you know, it's a no-brainer to have them watch, you know, of a certain age. I think too young, they just won't get what's going on at all. Obviously, they'll be like, yay puppets, which who doesn't go yay puppets? But but at the same time, you know, as an adult watching it, I think you will get just as much, if not more, out of the experience than a younger person would. So Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock, check it out on Apple TV+. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.